0: What is up, people? How are you living today? Thank you for tuning in to Breaking Dead. I am Jay Reese, and you will be hearing my lovely voice for the rest of this episode. And If you haven't noticed, I have a serene nature feel going on right now. I have a lot of animals in the background because I am in an RV park and I'll get into that story in just a little bit. And I'm sorry if you hear wind coming through the microphone, but I'm outside recording today just because I wanted to take a little walk while I record to deal with the peace and serenity of life. Okay, and also I hope you did notice the super awesome intro that I have, yes, 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 because it was epic. It was provided by my boy Rayshawn Beats. He is awesome. Please find him on Instagram, Facebook, and iTunes, Android. Please download all his music. I'm telling you, you're gonna enjoy. I have all his items, items, <laughs> all of his albums, and yo, they are legit. Thank you very much for allowing me to use this on my podcast. I appreciate you so much. And again, please go download all his stuff immediately today. You will not be sorry. His beats are awesome. Instrumental, jazz feel, got some up-tempo joints too. Yo, I'm telling you, it's lovely. So on to today's episodes. Again, I'm in an RV park. It's nice, and it's not exactly what I thought an RV park was going to be. But let's back it up a little bit, because today, with the new intro, thank you, Sean. I decided to let's do an origin story. Dun-dun-dun. Yes, let's give you my superhero origin story. Ha-ha. So I was born way back, about 37 years ago, to some military parents. The day, I, uh, the day I was born, my parents decided to divorce. I don't know, maybe I was just a little too much for them. Who knows? I don't know. A lot of therapy going on there. But all through my life, I moved around. And, you know, I was never in one place too long. But, you know, it builds character. You get to learn how to be a different person every place you go. It's kind of kind of weird, kind of unique a lot of identity crisis issues going on, but hey, I'm a fully functioning adult. What can I say? So anyway, fast forward to when I get out of high school, I'm not sure where I want to go, what I need to do. So like most people, I go and I joined the military. Had a super fun time, did my four years, met some really cool people that I'm still tight with today. Yo, my best friend, you, you, you. Some other people up in the mix yo so i did the whole military thing so yes i am a vet salute to the united states air force the best force i'm playing all my other service people i love you guys too but yo once you go one service that, that becomes your home that becomes your base you know what i'm saying so anyway so i did the whole military thing and i actually found the love of my life my current wife and i say current because i was married previously to I will say a nice lady. We just weren't we just weren't meant to be. It just wasn't a fit. So we separated split ways. And I met my current wife, my last wife, my only wife. We have two children. We decided to go back to school once we got out of the military. She did her nursing thing, got her nursing degree. I chose a path. I would say less taken, but let's be frank. There's a lot of people who decided to be music and theater majors. And I don't know about their experience, but with my experience, my associate degrees for my music and theater degrees ended up being nothing but toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> so I got out, we both graduated, we both moved. Well, of course, we both moved. We moved to New York with our two small children. Because I wanted to be an actor I've always wanted to be an actor Hey, there's parts of me that still wants to be actor So yo, if you got a role for me, holla at your boy <laughs> I'm playing, I'm enjoying what I'm doing now in life Talking to you lovely, lovely people here But anyway, back on to the story So, did my acting thing for a while I was getting roles, but I wasn't getting the money fast enough Makes sense. The bread wasn't there. So I had to become a mature adult and get a quote unquote real job and help my wife provide food for our lovely children. I don't regret that decision. We made it together and it's something that we had to do to help our family get to the next level. Because if I hadn't made that decision, I wouldn't have gone into the corporate world and, lore and learn more structure. In life because I would desperately needed that how to form an email, how to write a resume, how to speak to people properly when you're conducting yourself business wise. I needed to know all that. I didn't know that I was a kid. I say from the streets loosely (laughs) because I wasn't a hood rat. I didn't like I wasn't gangster. Trust me. I was from the south side, from the east side of the suburbs. You know what I mean? I there is no thug in me whatsoever. Anyone who knows me knows Trust, I ain't a thug. But, I digress. So, (laughs) I did the corporate thing for a while, and to be honest, doing the corporate thing, it was okay. It was some nice money, good health benefit, but it wasn't my thing. I'm a very creative guy. I don't like to be in a small box. I didn't have a cubicle. I actually had a pretty good, nice size office. However, my office had no windows. So a lot of times I would drive in in darkness and drive out in darkness. How depressing is that? I had a boss who I'm sure meant very well, but I felt unappreciated, uninspired, unmotivated, and frankly, just not like it was the fit. I got super, super depressive, and I could talk about it now. I had very dark, deep thoughts, people. Mental illness is a very serious thing, and if I can take a serious note for just a second, if there's anybody in your life that you are concerned about, talk to them like a person. Don't treat them like they're broken, but talk to them as a person. Or if there's anyone who comes and steps to you like that, Treat them like a person. Or if you're someone like that, please reach out to someone and just talk it out. A lot of things can be solved just by talking, whether you're male, female, child or adult. It all can be worked out if we just talk it out. I promise you. And if the first person you talk to doesn't want to hear you or doesn't say the things that you feel you need to hear, move to the next person. Okay. so I got burnt out in that job and. I had a long talk with my wife and we talked about well, what we can do. And my wife, we just, we decided together that I would become a stay at home. Well, I would stay at home for a little while, figure out what I wanted to do. And she would carry the weight financially of our household. That put a lot of stress on her. I was in the house doing what I needed to do. A lot of self-exploration, figuring out who I was, what I wanted to do. And yeah, what I decided was... I still don't know because frankly every day that we learn something new we change who we are if you were constantly doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again you're going to end up being the same type of person not satisfied with your life and i'm the kind of person that i want to be satisfied with my life and that for me meant that i had to keep acquiring i had to keep getting knowledge. i'm trying to use big words that i don't even know how to say people yeah. <laughs> so I have I kept trying to gather information of how to better myself. And in that quest, I realized that every day I become a different person by the knowledge I take in, which makes it hard to determine what I want to do in life. Right. Only thing I know for sure is that I love being creative. I love helping people and I love just coming up with things. So this podcast is one of the things I love to do because I get to just sit, talk, talk. And create things. So, me and my wife, we were living in New York. And anyone who lives in New York knows if you're there, it's expensive. It truly is. And I'm not saying that because I heard other people say I lived there. We lived there for over 10 years. Oh, excuse me. Almost 10 years. Almost 10 years. And it's expensive. I miss New York. New York became my home. I love New York. But New York is expensive. So we decided for my wife to become what's called a travel nurse. If you've never heard of a travel nurse, don't worry. We didn't either until some friends of ours told us about it. A of ours told us about it. But a travel nurse is a person who works with an agency. The agency finds my wife hospitals that need nurses. And she'll do an assignment there. And then after the assignment is done, we move somewhere. So it's like being in the military without going to war. Almost a little bit. So that's kind of what we do now. So we just travel around the country going almost everywhere we want to go. And we do that. We have our two kids. Our kids are homeschooled, which I know a lot of people are weirded out by that. I had a little podcast about that a little earlier. So please check out the archives and dig up that nugget. So we do that and we see very beautiful things. So if you follow me on Instagram, That's where I'm at most. You can follow me at Finding Jay Reese or even Finding Jay's Health on Instagram. I have two profiles. You will see my daily adventures as I'm writing a book, doing this podcast and just enjoying the beautiful things that come around us and that we experience as we go on this journey. So that is kind of why I am where I am right now in this RV park, which I got to tell you. But hold that thought, because I will tell you as soon as we get back. And I got to tell you, a black man in an RV park. Woo, yeah. But I'll tell you right after this sponsorship. Hold that thought. Have you ever just wanted to get your voice out there, but you wasn't sure how? Yo. I got a thing for you and trust me you'll love it because i'm using it right now so you can hear my voice it pushes your voice to every outlet it possibly can to get you to the masses and to get your voice heard anchor the anchor app i'm telling you you'll love it you can insert music you can do everything you need to do you can even get monetized and make a little money on the side while you're doing it so i'm telling you try anchor out today and thank me later Peace. And hello, people. Welcome back. I really hope that didn't take too much out of your day, that little sponsorship there. But, you know, we all got to pay the bills some way, somehow. So on to the RV park. So me and my family, we bought an RV because, hey, like I said, we're traveling all across the country. And the agencies she's worked with, they put us in apartments, which have been very nice. I'm not complaining about it. However, we don't feel we're getting the full experience of traveling in the country. Okay. Because I got to tell you, seeing nature and going into parks, I'm a city boy. I didn't think it was going to be my thing, but I kind of like it. Now don't get me wrong. I don't like the bugs. I don't like the heat. I don't like the sweat. I don't like any of that garbage. However, there's something about being around God's nature. Like seeing the animals, being up early, seeing the sunset, sunset, sunrise, all that lovely stuff, right? Seeing lakes, hills, all that lovely stuff. I don't know what is going on with this bird in the background. I don't know if you guys can hear it or not, but it is tripping. Maybe it's a sound of my voice. I don't know what it is. But anyway, nature is just wonderful. And we go hiking, not. Often as we like, but we go there periodically. Go there like hiking is a specific spot, right? Okay, hiking. We do hiking often. We go hiking often. Okay. So we figured, oh, you know, let's get let's get an RV and let's just tour the country that way. So that way we don't really have to worry about where they put us. We can just find a spot ourselves and we can live it up in an RV. Because you know, our kids are small-ish enough, where they can tolerate an RV for a couple more years if we choose to live this way for a couple more years. And we can do it now, and we can have great stories about it later, right? Yo-yo. Yo-yo. YOLO. You only live once. So, we have this RV, and a couple nights ago was our first night staying in the RV park. Because, like, in the military, I didn't get to say before, like I drove um, vehicles. That, that was my job. Like I was motor pole or I was on um, vehicle operations. So everything with it, I had to do everything with a vehicle except fixing it. Meaning I drove a lot of different things, especially like tractor trails and stuff like that. But I've never driven an RV, particularly one tra- tied to a truck. So me and my wife, like we weren't nervous. We were like, you know what? Let's just go somewhere that isn't too far. And we can, like, get to know the RV before we actually just start driving it all over the place, hours out of the way or up mountains and all this other lovely lovely stuff. Right. So (laughs) we got we got the RV set up, connected to the truck. We were driving and everything went fine. We go to park it and we can't get the RV separated from separated from the truck. We Try jumping up and down on it, we um lower everything. The tr- we drive the truck, the our truck a little forward, drive it a little back. It is not disengaging, right? So, I don't know how many of you guys out there have ever driven an RV, but I gotta tell you, when I found out how I was actually supposed to separate the trailer from our truck, I think I almost died because. Imagine, like, I don't know, again, how many of you have ever even seen a trailer or been up close to it. There is a little A-frame part that comes out that connects close to a truck or a car, depending on what you have. And it goes to the hitch, right? And the hitch has the little ball thingy on it. And it cups a little, like, imagine if you put your your fist in a ball. Like, you make your hand into a fist. And you take your other hand and cover it, right? So, your fist is the back of the truck. And your free hand is... The part coming over the hitch and the ball. Right. So on your free hand, imagine if there was like a little lever that you pull up and slide back and that disconnects the ball or excuse me, the hitch and the trailer. I was lifting up, but I wasn't pushing back and me or wife couldn't figure this out for anything until my wife watched YouTube and was like, oh, this is what we do. Yeah, we're not bright people. <laughs> oh my! It's it's the little things you gotta laugh at them because like I don't I don't understand how I did not figure that out or did not know that it did that. That was that was a weird moment. But anyway, so everything's going good. We got everything set up. We put everything inside the RV. We're we're setting it up all nice how we like it. And in this RV park, it's 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 in um it's not a national park, but like there's um. A huge lake beside us And it's a really nice place And we're out in California But what we're noticing is that like I guess because it's still spring It isn't really camp season There's nobody here I mean when we first pulled in There was a couple people But even still Like it was all spread out So when it became nighttime There was no one around And And if you've been living in the city all your life, you have no idea how dark it gets until you're in nature. Because I was raised in the city all the time. And don't you know, like my in-laws, they live out in the country and it gets dark there. But it's a different kind of dark because they still have streetlights. I don't think they've always had streetlights, but they have street lights now. Since I've known them, they've had streetlights. And you can see, and not a lot of streetlights. However, now... There's streetlights, but here there is no lights whatsoever. So you have daylight, but then you don't have night streetlights. So imagine if you will, you're chilling all by yourself in darkness. So, I mean, I have my family and I'm a man and I'm and I do what men do. You know, I act like I'm not afraid because, hey, I can do this. Other men can't. I can go camping Other men drive their RVs all over the place I can drive my RVs all over the place So my kids are getting ready for bed They're like is everything okay daddy are we, is, is there a bear out there, is there I mean, No ain't nothing out there Don't worry about that It's just dark Just like being at home Right Ain't nothing wrong Go close the door Go to bed So me and my wife a little later We go to bed because we don't really stay up that late anymore. We're old. Or at least I'm old. I shouldn't call her old. She's young. She's still in her teens. I married her teen. 18. Let me be clear on that. 18. (laughs) So (laughs) me and my wife go to bed. And she is, she's like passed out because she's tired. We had a long day. And I'm laying there. And I'm wide awake because it's quiet, like super quiet. I can't begin to tell you how quiet it was. And it's weird because like when you're in the city, you hear everything. The cars like even like in the city at night. You don't like cars stop at some point, like around. I don't know, like two, three in the morning car stop or even like around 9 or 10 depending on where you're at in the suburbs or in the city honking isn't really that much because you know it's loud everyone's going to sleep There's not many people out there on the road or things happen and it's just like it's quiet ish in the city you can still hear a random ambulance every so often or police every so often or people like walking past or a car every so often so there's moments of silence or even still like you can hear like mumbling of engines or motors going by like generators and different things like in the city like i used to think it was quiet at night because i guess that's how i was raised but in the country it's quiet and it's weird because as a teenager i was also raised in south carolina and that's country and it gets quiet out there but here you guys have no idea in nature it is quiet I'm talking about like crazy quiet, like serial killer quiet. It is ridiculously quiet. So like I'm wired and straight, like eyes popped open and everything. And every horror movie I think I've seen in my life starts playing through my head as my wife is sitting there sound asleep. It got to the point where I almost hit her with a pillow just to wake her up and be like, hey, did you hear that? But then I realized if I did that, I was going to have to be the one to go outside. So I didn't do that. (laughs) So at some point during the night, I finally did fall asleep. I don't know what time it was, but I did finally fall asleep. But it took me forever to fall asleep because it was quiet and I knew how dark it was. And I'm used to having people either next door to me, literally because I'm in an apartment or... Next door to me because I have neighbors who are right across the street. Here, that is not the case because there's nobody around. And so, and even now, as I do this podcast out here with nature and you guys can hear, I think you can hear all the animals. It's very weird because there's nobody here and it's weird I mean, I could walk up and down this thing like naked and no one's going to care because ain't nobody here. I mean, every so often I've seen like the ranger randomly drive by or like um, I think I saw a cop drive by every so often. But those are far and in between. Because what if the murderer comes right after they leave and then I got to wait like hours before they come back? It's very weird. And I hate to sound like a punk because I ain't a punk. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll go out fighting like a G. But what I'm saying is I don't want to come to that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want it to get that far where it got to be escalated to fisticuffs. Because, again, I'm not a thug. And it's just one of those things. And it's very weird being a black man out camping. And maybe I shouldn't even bring race into it because... I'm sure there's a lot of men out there who have never been camping in their life and they're not black. Right. But all I know is that like every image of camping I ever see. There are no people of color. Like if you go into like an outdoor store or you watch these little um, North Face commercials or all these other camping commercials. They are not advertising towards people of color probably cuz it's not the demographic. I don't think it's really it's a race thing. It's just it's probably not their demographic, right? I like I grew up I I my parents didn't take me out here. I mean, more and more like there's like episodes on TV where I remember like there was an episode of like Family Matters where I think like Carl went hunting with hunting with his boss or there's a couple episodes where I think he tried to take Eddie to go fishing or something. But other than that, I don't know anything like this. My dad never took me to stuff like this. My mother never took me to stuff It was funny enough, I found out recently from both of them, they love fishing. What? Why did you guys take me? Fi- anyway, that's never a point. Because at this point in my life, I ain't going fishing because I'm vegan and I don't want to go try to catch something. For, and I know people are like, or oh, you can just throw it back. You're still hurting the animal. But anyway, I digress. I will leave that alone. I will lay that there and walk away. <laughs> but my point is, is that it's. This is very unusual to me, being out here all alone with nobody around. So, like, if something happens in our RV, there's no one. We are alone. We are isolated. See, this is how I know I cannot be like those people on those, like, island shows or those Alaskan shows where they're surviving on their own forever. I mean, don't get me wrong. The military taught me well. Like, if something happened and I had to survive, sure, I could do it. Do I want to do it? Nope. Do I need to do it? Nope. But if I had to do it in a situation, certain situation, sure, maybe. But this is on some no level stuff. And I've talked to my wife. and My wife is like in second heaven right now because she's like, there's nobody around. We can do what we want. We can play music. We can do this. We can do that. And I'm just looking at her like, yo, <laughs> I need a building. <laughs> yo, I for real. Like, yo, I need a siren, like a, a honking horn or something, cause this this ain't working for me. Like the animals, yeah, they sound they sound nice, but like they talking too much. Like pigeons in New York like they they don't talk that much. You might hear one coo or cool and then they walk off. You know what I'm saying? Like but these birds and these animals, like they talking all the time. Like I t- they they plotting. I'm telling you now, that's exactly what they're doing. They're plotting against us. They're figuring out how to either bust in our RV or they conspiring to come out and get us when we exit out the RV. It's one of the two. I know, because they're talking to me. These natural animals, they ain't like domesticated animals. See, like pigeons on New York, I would never kick a pigeon, but I've seen people, they walk in the street, pigeon in the way. They kind of tap the pigeon, the pigeon is kind of cool, and it's like, move out the way, right? These birds, no, 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 no. They look at you like, I dare you to kick me. I dare you to kick me, right? (sighs) But anyway, that's enough of my RV experience. So don't be surprised if moving forward, you hear more RV stories. Clearly not this elaborate, but hey, you never know what's going to happen. Because again, I feel like I'm going to be a rare animal and it's a little experiment that we doing with this RV living. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> so with that episode in mind or behind us, let me go ahead and please give the typical service announcements. Like, yo, if you like this podcast, please give me some stars up, thumbs up, subscribe and give me a comment. And or like if you have not done so already or even if still, like, if there's something you think I could do better, please, by all means, let me know in the comments. Not below, but somewhere else. All right. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Peace.